What's up, guys, gals, and pals? Hey, guys. This is Matt. I'm Christine. And welcome back to Bathroom Break Episode 3. We finally oh God, picked wait. a name. I was just going to say, this is the first official episode where we have a name that we're like saying right in the beginning. It feels good. I think we should acknowledge uh, that process was quite tedious for us. <laughs> Literally, you put the two most indecisive people together to start a podcast and create a name. It was it was rough. It took about a month to get there, but we, we did get there. <laughs> it was a process. And yet we definitely had a whole lot of uh, creative just anxiety of, is this going to fly? <laughs> is this not going to fly? Uh, but the important thing is we did it. We did it. And I think we're both happy with it. And honestly, it sounded like a lot of you guys were happy with the name too. So I think... I think we did a pretty good job. Go us, and I'm glad that you guys uh, appreciate it. <laughs> For those of you listening, um, you probably do know us, as I've said in previous episodes, but just in case, um, obviously, yes, I'm Christine, and you might know me from Instagram at my IBS life, and of course, Matt, tell them where you're from. And you also probably know from Instagram as Gluten Free Street Gang. Yes, and thank you guys for being here for this next episode, and I actually think it's a really important and timely episode, so I'm excited to talk about this. So I feel like uh, we are right between two or three big food-related holidays, and I think that we would be uh, doing everyone a disservice to not discuss that we just, for our American followers, went through Thanksgiving, and we want to have a little check-in. Yeah, like how is everyone doing? Did we survive? <laughs> Honestly, let's let's deep dive into that for like a second because Thanksgiving for those who celebrate it's like a heavy hitter holiday because it is literally centered around food and like how much can you eat and it's almost like a competition of like I'm gonna eat more than I ate last year or I'm gonna eat more than everyone else and I'm just like you know what? I'm gonna sit back and watch okay I don't want to participate sit back and watch Rome burn <laughs> Like it's it's a pretty stressful holiday, and it's it's one of the first major ones of the holiday season. Definitely, yeah. It for those of us on diets that are restricted or have uh, food weight conditions, food anxiety, like it's a stressful one. Like it literally is all about how many plates of food can you um, can you go through in a sitting. Like uh, I have cousins myself who, um, if you're listening, sorry for calling you out, but <laughs> they make a show of how much they can stack on their plate at once. Everyone's on Instagram posting pictures of a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. It's a stressful one if food is something that you have an issue with. No, that's absolutely right. And it's like everyone kind of like hones into your plate when you're the person with stomach issues or like dietary restrictions and you don't have a lot on your plate and everyone's like are you like okay like that's all you're gonna eat like it's like shut up <laughs> leave me alone yes. yeah mind your business exactly exactly especially so, weird like being in the gluten-free world and uh oftentimes like uh in my family like they're pretty good about having two things separate and people just you know minding their business and not good. really commenting or if anything people will take some gluten-free things and say oh this is actually pretty good um but it's the worst when you are under a microscope uh the entire time and everyone's looking at your gluten-free rolls or gluten-free stuffing your gluten-free gravy and picking apart just dragging it through hot steaming hot coals and I would die if I had to eat that. Like, oh my God, that looks so gross. Like, oh, thank you for the vote of confidence. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Like when I was in Boston, like I can go to restaurants. It was fine. London, I can go to restaurants and it's totally fine. I go back to rural America for holidays and people don't know what to do with me. Really? 
So it's like better not in America, you think? It's better in big cities, but when you have the okay. uh, small town family gatherings and that makes sense. Um, everyone's like, "Why aren't you eating the turducken?" It's <laughs> the fucking turducken. <laughs> Check in on your gluten-free friends. We're not okay. Uh, no, but seriously, like having because I yes I have IBS, um, but I don't follow any like strict quote-unquote diets like I'm not gluten-free I don't really do low FODMAP I'm kind of at this point where I'm like I kind of just eat what I want and deal with the consequences later I am not saying other people should do that that's like kind of a terrible way to live life but it is what it is and like I seriously give you guys that do have like celiac or just like other issues that controls your diet like major props during the holiday season because that's fucking hard and Anyway, all of that to say, we're going to like talk about some tips for the upcoming holidays because we're not done yet. We're just starting, baby. Okay? Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. It's about to be a ride and we're all going to survive, but it might be a little rough. But yes, we're hopefully here to give a little bit of guidance because we've been through it. Um, so this is our service. Giving back, if you will. <laughs> it is a season for giving after all. <laughs> okay. So we're going to try to kind of give like, go like taking turns tip by tip. Um, So Matt, what is your number one tip that you, maybe not number one, but what's your first tip that you want to start off with on how to survive the holiday season? Definitely. I've got a few tips that I kind of have in my mind. I think the one that may be among the biggest for those of us with, uh, you know, tummy, bladder, bowel issues is if you're traveling for the holidays, like most people do, um, know your route and map out bathrooms beforehand. Uh, if anything, yes. find uh, the best ones on Google Maps, uh, like, like kind of get like get a place of familiarity and just make sure you know where you're going. Also, what helps if you're at a, like, if you're at a friend of family member's house for a holiday gathering, map out the bathrooms in their house and find the best one that is the most far removed from other people. Wow. That's a good one. Because like, I feel like I think about that in terms of like when you are like working in an office, but I've never thought about that really for when you're going to someone's house. That's an excellent tip. Go find the best bathroom in the house. Maybe the one that's tucked away upstairs. No one can hear you. Like down in the cellar. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Go in the basement. Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate privacy. I love that. <laughs> um, I agree. I, I also had like the traveling. I had a feeling Matt was going to bring up traveling because Matt is like the king of traveling with tummy issues and being gluten free. So I was like, you. I, oh, no, it's so true. Oh my God. Um, but I was like, I got to be prepared to piggyback off of that. So if you're traveling, I agree with everything Matt said. Like, make sure you're mapping out bathrooms along the way. The other thing is, like, when I travel, I literally pack, like, everything I think I might need. Like, am I overpacking? Yes. Do I look like a psycho? Yes. But it's also all very essential because if I get sick, I just want to make sure I have everything. So bring all of your medications, maybe even medications you haven't touched in the last year. Bring them because you know what? You're going to need them now when you don't have them. Bring those. Bring comfortable clothes in case you do flare, in case you need a little bit more stretch after a few holiday meals, okay? The bloat's going to probably come, happens to the best of us. You want to feel comfy. And also maybe bring your own like snacks so that 
if all else fails, you know, the holiday meal just wasn't hitting, you can at least rely on your snacks. And now those are all tips I have stolen from Matt. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess this comes from a place of anxiety and just always being prepared. But um, literally all of those tips are spot on. Uh, as all of us probably know, stress can be a very big trigger for IBS. And yes. Uh, finding your space of control is super fucking important. Um, yes. Like bring snacks. Uh, if anything, also uh, eat a little meal before Christmas dinner or Hanukkah dinner if you are um, worried about the food situation and put food in your plate kind of like uh, have your little, like go through the motions of eating the little bit on the plate and then say, oh my gosh, it was also good, but I'm so full. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Then you've like your performance art for the evening is done. Um, But I also uh, like, look, we're talking about worst case scenario here. There also is very likely that you'll be going to a holiday gathering where the food slaps and you want seconds, you want thirds. That's a valid option too. So packing comfy clothes is something that I need to get better at, but uh, there are plenty of good options for clothes for you like uh that look dressy but are bloat or food baby friendly um yes like the first off like jeggings come to mind uh hell yeah but but also like if you're balling on on a bit more budget i know lulu has their anything it's like abc pants that look Mm -hmm. just like dress pants but they're the softest things you're ever going to wear hashtag not sponsored um and <laughs> could be though. could be Lulu, we would not say no <laughs> um so like, like if you can find the right balance of form and function for your christmas eve dinner outfits uh would highly recommend yes i completely agree there's a lot of options you could bring in terms of really comfy clothes um, and that's also something that I need to be better about because I feel like I wear the most restricting stuff to every gathering and then uh, it's just never a good time. Also, mm. I like that Matt brought up the positives and that maybe you just will enjoy your holidays because I am just the most cynical bitch ever. And I'm like, no, it's going to suck. So thank you, Matt, for bringing in some positivity. <laughs> I needed to be reminded of that. Trying to stew the pot with a little bit of uh, positive energy. <laughs> We really needed that. Thank you. Okay. So kind my from my tip, I guess I'll bring up a tip now. It's kind of something that Matt also touched on just now. Um, but that is, this is something I'm very guilty of. Very, very guilty. Always have been is don't starve yourself before like the big mm-hmm. holiday meal, because that is the biggest setup for failure. Now, I say that because for I, I'm talking the last 14 out of my 15 years of having IBS, I thought I had it on lock. I had discovered this great thing where I just won't eat all day and then I'll be so hungry when I get there that I'll eat and be able to like look normal and have a good time and enjoy my meal. No. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like a good idea. It's not a good idea. When you starve yourself like that, first of all, that's just not good for you in general. Um, horrible. And mm. then there's like two ways I feel like it could go. Either you're going to be so hungry that you like 
overeat in just the sense that it's just going to be so painfully uncomfortable once you're done that you're going to feel sick. You're going to feel bloated. It's just, it's not like a good time afterwards. And you feel like you didn't really enjoy the meal because now you're sick. Or more of what happens to me for some reason is that I am so hungry that it turns to nausea. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, am I hungry or am I about to vomit? Why do our bodies do that? (laughs) What do you want from us? I don't know. It is the worst feeling. And it's like, I can feel it like turning. And I'm like, oh no. Oh, this backfired (laughs) so bad. (laughs) and then like my mom will be like you didn't eat all day and you're not even gonna eat dinner now and I'm like I I waited too long mom and now it's everyone's business and now everyone knows and everyone's worried I don't know but yeah I say like Matt said like and especially if um you do have like a gluten intolerance or you um have dietary restrictions like it's always a good idea to just eat like little snacks or maybe a few little meals before the big Mm. like dinner later on um so that your body is already like fueled and your digestive system is already working so that when you do eat later on hopefully you won't feel as sick or bloated or start having symptoms that those are phenomenal phenomenal tips definitely don't starve yourself if anything try and keep as normal of a routine as possible and it's kind of similar to like we've talked over and over about travel in the past um it's very similar to like if you're worried about going on a flight don't do anything different than one before you get in the plane like you're going to make your body freak out and think something's wrong um Mm. in Mm -hmm. like if anything in undergrad like i used to have like a really bad fear of public speaking but i made myself be a campus tour guide to try and get over that and before i would like get up in front of like a group of like 40 people that wanted to see my school i would have like a bit of gum i would have some water i would like like eat or drink to make my body realize okay like it's it's a very weird like um like instinct but like when you're eating or drinking your body like will reduce its stress because it it thinks oh i must be going through something normal like i'm able to like nourish myself it's fine um so Mm -hmm. if that is something that you worry about like maybe just bring a little bit of gum maybe have some water before dinner like you will like it like it's not going to cure everything but it will make you feel a little better that might get you through yes i love that so matt do you have a next tip for us uh i do and it's one that I say with a bit of reluctance, uh, but Ooh, uh, drama. If um, <laughs> alcohol may be free flowing at yes. your next family or friend gathering, and alcohol can be a very big IBS trigger, uh, yes. especially sparkling things like bubbly wine. Um, everyone's drinking hard seltzer now. Um, beer, forget about it. Um, so it's definitely something to be mindful of and if you are worried that you will look weird not drinking just bring your own booze and pour it into a cup and if anyone Mm -hmm. asks oh what are you drinking just say oh i'm drinking that same beer i'm drinking like a cocktail or i have my own like prosecco when it's just sparkling apple juice um it's like uh like find what works for you if that's going to be a problem and uh 
like knowing yourself is kind of a critical piece of this puzzle. Um, yeah. You can iterate around it. And again, performance art your way through and act like you're having what everyone else does. If you're worried, they're going to be um, making you feel bad for not being communal with everyone else. Doesn't it suck that you even have to like sometimes go through that? <laughs> like I'm exhausted yeah. just from the situation running through my head. It's not even a real life situation. I'm just like, wow, that pissed me off. And I'm like exhausted. <laughs> Especially it can like if your family is going to be calling you out for everything you're eating, then you might need a little bit of like li- libation to <laughs> get get through that. And it's like, okay, the literally one thing that might help is off limits. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, that's uh, relatable. Oh god, um, that was one of my tips as well. So I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to say, be mindful of the alcohol indulgence. Um, yeah, I feel like alcohol is, you know, because like not only are the holidays revolved around food, it is also sometimes revolved around drinking. Everyone's having fun, celebrating, and that's great. Like it, it does make it a fun time, um, but it can be easy to kind of forget about how much not only can you tolerate, but like also like the added layer of having the stomach issues and everything like that. Yeah, it could quickly (laughs) turn into a not so fun time. Um, Or maybe you deal with the consequences tomorrow. And, you know, regardless, it kind of sucks. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that tip. Just be mindful of what you're drinking and how much you're drinking. Mm. Um, not here to tell you not to drink. Uh, like Matt said, it's kind of like individually based on what you can handle and what your body can handle. So I think that's a great tip. Christine, um, do you have another uh, tip for the audience? I do. I'm trying to decide which one I want to do. Okay, I think I'm going to do this one. So I think this is kind of an obvious one, but I also think it's one that's important to bring up every freaking time because let's just talk about it first. Um, Don't eat things you know you can't eat just because people are fucking annoying. You know what I mean? Like if Aunt Karen's sitting across from you saying that one bite won't kill you, like please, dear God, do not feel like you have to fucking eat it. Because, and I say that out of so much like love because I did that to myself for so many years and it was just never worth it. Also, it's just so extremely rude for someone to like push those boundaries on you. Like, just don't, you don't have to feel pressured into eating anything you don't want to. And, you know, the minute it starts happening, you know, I always try to be as polite as I can and be like, Oh, no, I, I would love to. It looks so good. It smells so good. But I just like, no, it's not going to be good if I eat that. Like, I don't want to get sick, mm. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, if they continue it, then you can be a little snarky. Okay. And kind of give them the rundown. But um, hopefully you don't actually have family members that are that much of an asshole. But th- again, just don't feel like you actually have to eat it. <laughs> yeah, as kind of say the same thing like if you want to be if you go through the polite motions and uh and karen won't drop it then yeah like maybe just consider spicing up the conversation and just kind of push back like like why are you forcing this on me like why is it so important to you what difference does it make to you and just yeah, put, make it like, uncomfortable like yeah. on like like kind of get to the root of where it's coming from and i guarantee on karen's not going to have a good explanation for it and uh 
you might even find it fun. But <laughs> you, you use that sparingly. Like don't yes. don't necessarily burn the bridge, but you can like just cause some like havoc on the bridge. Yeah, I I agree because I feel like especially like when I talk about it on Instagram in meme form or on my stories, like I feel like I'm quick to be like shut that bitch down, but it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> oh my God, like, literally me on the internet versus me in real life. I am the exact same way. I was like, don't tolerate that. Like you are better than that. You are strong. You're independent. And then like. Uh, and when it comes time to someone like staring me down and saying like have a little bite I, I get so bashful I'm like okay <laughs> whatever you say <laughs> absolutely I, I'm the exact same way um, but yeah Matt what's your next tip for us today I think my next tip is definitely just micro dose some self care and uh uh, assuming that you're not somewhere that you uh, live, like if, if you, um, like if you're having holidays at your house and like I don't know, the dog needs to go out to the bathroom or um, things need to be checked on, you have like an excuse to kind of like take a break and have an out. Um, but if you're at someone else's house, then you know maybe find a way to take a breather if you need to, like. Again, if they have a dog, say, "Oh, I'll take out um, Fido for a walk," or um, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom and just go downstairs to the basement and just like like lay on the couch or just like do some calisthenics, kind of keep things moving." Like whatever works best for you, just try to find a little bit of an out. You don't have to say, um, "I need to take a hot five because I'm feeling stressed and nauseous." Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you just politely excuse yourself and. Uh, like take a breath of fresh air, go mm-hmm. pet your, your your relatives like dog or cat. Um, just take a minute to yourself. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And when yes. you get back to a table, no one's gonna say anything of it, which is even yes. more helpful because if you do take time and you're worried about eating everything on your plate, um, everyone's gonna be so focused on eating themselves that, um, if you already had like a meal before dinner, then you can say, oh my gosh, I'm so full. Everything was so good when everyone else is going through that motion as well. I love that. That's a really good point. And it, I feel like we had the exact same thoughts because that was one of my um, tips as well. And just to like piggyback off that entire thought is like the, I feel like the holidays and not for everyone. I hope the holidays are festive and happy for a lot of the year. That's okay? really I, good to focus on. <laughs> I feel like I just project my own stress and anxiety and I'm like, everyone feels that way. <laughs> but I hope to God you don't. Um, but I do know that from past years and even now, like sometimes I find myself getting really anxious, like Thanksgiving day or Christmas day. Like it feels like the family gathering later in the day is this like huge weight that I'm just like, almost dreading and then when we're there and the food comes out I'm like like I can't breathe so I was gonna say pretty much the same thing like take a break if you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious during the day or at the family gathering I think what Matt said is perfect like go outside and get some fresh air um you know just take a few minutes to yourself even even if it has to be as discreet as like going into the bathroom just to take a few deep breaths and to collect yourself can't tell you how many times I've done that but it can really help like reset 
your body and your anxious mind to help you go back out and feel a little bit lighter. And I, I think that's actually just really important to do for yourself in all aspects of life at any time you're feeling stressed, but um, especially during the holidays when it feels like you are like not able to breathe. <laughs> I think we really need to focus on, this is all a worst case scenario. And I think we're all, we're just yes. collectively inventing this, this, awful situation Doomsday. in our heads that we're like, okay like you're having the absolute worst fucking holiday of your entire life here's how you get, get right through it. um right. Are, everything's gonna be fine and yes the listener are going to have an amazing um christmas whichever holiday you celebrate um but yeah, if if things go a little south and you just need to call yourself there's nothing wrong with doing that um this is yes. a little side <laughs> tangent um i feel like my food anxiety comes from uh my dad's side of the family is really polish and like okay. in many cultures in eastern europe um it's very food heavy um at christmas eve dinner my grandma makes a whole feast and will inevitably just tell us why didn't you eat as much as i've made like when there's way too much food for like mm. 15 people um mm-hmm. when i went to poland to go see some of the relatives uh, they literally put a plate of 14 pierogi on my plate um, in front of me. And uh, it's like my dad's, like my, my grandpa's sister who like made all of this. And this was the third course, the third course. And I couldn't oh finish God. all 14 pierogi. And she started crying because I didn't <gasps> finish it. And because she uh, thought that I didn't like it. It's like, girl, oh, I no. literally like ate so much food before this. Like, do you not realize what's going on here? <laughs> Oh my god. So if any of you feel like you are uh, (laughs) worried about the uh, food stitch at your holiday, um, I see you and I've lived that. Oh my god, that's some trauma. That's some trauma right there. I I feel like all of my food-based advice uh, about the holidays comes from those (laughs) regular interactions. Oh god. That's wild. Ooh, I feel anxious just from <laughs> listening to that. Holy shit. Well, on that note. <laughs> on that note. Um, anyway, hopefully that doesn't happen to you at your holiday festivities. <laughs> and like we said, um, I really hope that this time of year is actually fun for most of you as it should be, you know, it is a time to get together with family and friends and celebrate and to be thankful for the things in your life. Um, but just know that, yeah, if, if things don't go so merry this season, like we get it and, and we're there with you. And that's a very yeah. good way of summing all of us advice up. Yeah. And, and I hope that what we talked about today was actually helpful and that you can actually take some of these tips with you no matter what you're doing um for the holidays and yeah i I hope it's a good holiday season for (laughs) y'all this is our first kind of post restriction christmas and hanukkah and uh festivus and i really hope that everyone um enjoys it as best as they can yes absolutely everyone deserves to have a good holiday season and we are almost in the next new year and it's going to be our year for all of us. I feel it. I really feel like 2022 has just disengaged in linear time. And it's just <laughs> rocketing on by. It it really has felt that way. I feel like the last few years have just been a crazy blur. Um, 
But 2023, we got this. We got this, so, guys. Thank you all for listening and for being here. Um, feel free to follow the podcast on Spotify so that you don't miss any future episodes. We're going to have another episode coming out in about two weeks from when you're hearing this. And yeah, Matt, any closing words? Yeah, I feel like the uh, classic podcast thing to do is say rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you do want to, if you do want to review us, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no. We're, I'm not gonna say no. Would would encourage it. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, just thank you for being here and for listening. It means a lot to us. It really does. And that's it. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.